You're listening to LibraryCast, your library podcast with me, Jeremy Thompson-Smith, Somerset Library's Outreach Officer for the Menders. On this week's podcast, we welcome Tanya from the Glastonbury Coronavirus Support Group. Welcome, Tanya. Tell us a little bit about the support group. How did it get together? How did it first establish itself? Mark had already set up plans for how it would work from the scientific perspective and the systems, he'd started to put the systems in place. Karma and I met, although we didn't meet physically. We agreed that both of our names would be on the flyers and we straight away had the flyers, 5,000 flyers printed off. We had those delivered the following week. Mark's got a managerial background. He's got a very good understanding of how systems work, how to get things done quite efficiently and effectively. So. His job is mostly to look to the future, how this is going to work long term. He talks to the relevant councils, the relevant organisations. He's been working very much on the science. He works with an epidemiologist. He's been looking at all the different aspects of it and how everything can work as systemised as possible to keep everyone as safe as possible and support the community. We have the regular food shop for people that are self-isolating for health conditions or for people that are over the age of 70. We have the regular prescription pickups. For people that need their prescription picking up and delivering. We have a telephone support team that phone people regularly to check in and see how they are. Some of those are talking just to take their shopping list and some of those are having long conversations and there's a lot of friendships being formed in the community. We also have the sewing team now. They are making masks and gowns and PPE for the local care homes and for the volunteers. We have a wide variety of volunteers. The youngest few are 17 and the oldest are retired. There's a great mix across the board of people from all different areas, all different experiences. We, most of them are based in Glastonbury, but we also have volunteers in street and the surrounding villages. We have a great group of uh, bikers and we recruited them through Ritz and through the motorbiking community. They all got involved. The virus affects people mostly in, in huge temperature fluctuations and, and have people having a high fever, but then also there's this cough. The main thing that's helping people is drinking a huge amount of water, lots of water and lots of breath. And that's why the self-isolation is also important. So it's affecting people differently depending on... Sorry. I just make sure it's not urgent. Hello? Hello, Hazel, it's Tanya. I'll, I'll arrange that for you and I'll get someone to, it's over the counter, isn't it? So there we have an example of a typical day for the coronavirus support group. This week has been incredibly busy for everyone. The sewing team have been very busy. There's a lot of coordination happening there with the sewers. So we've got fabric being picked up and dropped off, elastic the same, and lots of people are working out the plans and, and making things from home. We have a lady that has dementia, so we have two different people phoning her and checking up on her, seeing how she is and helping to ease her anxiety levels. We have uh, a couple of elderly people that are isolating themselves, but their family live far away. Sometimes they're on the phone for an hour or two hours to some of these isolated people, really helping to ease any frustration or anxiety and to just talk about the weather, the day, how they are and how we can support them. At the moment we currently have about 180 volunteers. Volunteers can get involved by emailing the main email address which is glastonburycommunity at gmail.com or by looking on the website and using the contact form there. And is there a number that you can share with us to get in contact for those that may not have access to the internet? Yeah, my number is 07912 074879. 
So there is advice on the Somerset uh, County Council coronavirus special webpage. I understand the idea is to get in contact with the various community groups first, which will include the Glastonbury Coronavirus Support Group. But after that, if uh, anyone requires help, there is a Somerset County Council coronavirus hotline specially dedicated to the coronavirus. And the number is 0300 790 there are so many positives that's coming from this but the main one is the relationships that are being built amongst the community the friendships and the fact that people have been isolating or might have been lonely for quite a long time and now they feel supported by other people you're listening to Librarycast, brought to you by somerset libraries that was tanya who is a volunteer at the glastonbury corona support network bringing together both the volunteers and the support to the local community. If you'd like more information, you can contact Tanya and the team at glastonburycommunity at gmail.com. You can also get more information by looking at their webpage at glastonburycommunity.uk and on there there's information of local support, emotional support, educational resources, as well as Glastonbury there is a full roundup of information across Somerset with local support groups in our county. I caught up with three volunteers that you'll be hearing from next. They'll introduce themselves and tell you about what they do, either as volunteers or recipient of the support from our communities. My name's Liz. I've discovered the volunteering through Facebook page. Steve and I are both bikers and we enjoy being able to help out by picking up from the prescriptions from the local pharmacies and then delivering them, generally still in full biking gear. Uh, we arrange it that Steve rides, my bike is elsewhere unfortunately, Steve rides the bike, I sit on the back, I go into the, get the prescriptions with a rucksack uh, and then Steve drives me to wherever we need to be to deliver. And the other thing that we've learned doing this it's a skill to receive, to accept the help. And this is something that we picked up that we know we could do with working on is actually, that's quite a gift to, to accept um, with humility. And I don't mean that, you know, you have to accept with humility. Some people do it with um, amusement and with comedy and some people, it's actually, that's a biggest challenge to be able to receive. And I think that's something we know we mm. work we'd find a challenge is to receive um, somebody else's help because it's not necessarily something that you have to receive with humility. You can do it in whichever way you like. No, it's quite difficult, I think. So when you're actually delivering the prescriptions, how do you do that? Because obviously there may be some people that are quite anxious. It's quite anxious times. Uh, They may be worried about you possibly infecting them or they are in lockdown themselves. Is it hand to hand or is there a box? Is there a set way of delivering generally, generally it's a it's a, a ring on the bell and stand back and and you know explain some people are saying um yeah can will you have something for us and we're like no 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 it's absolutely fine we've got the gloves on we'll just leave it you take it um and if you need anything else get back to tanya you know there is you do need that uh, middle um uh, because they can organize it all to make sure that everybody gets everything that they need Mm. Uh, no, I think it's a it's an amazing thing. You, you've worked as part of the Glastonbury Coronavirus Support Group. What has it been like actually working with the organisers that administer this whole community response? 
the first thing is, of course, it's not something that anybody was prepared for. So there are so many people who want to help, but you need the feet on the ground. People need to know the local community um, to be able to make it work and to make it work at the speed it needs to work. Uh, and the flexibility for those who need the support to tell us what they need not just the medication it's the food it's the somebody to be there to answer the problems and relatives to be able to organize it so that they know that there's somebody there they can go back to that they can trust they've also had our interests at heart they will make sure that we've got adequate ppe equipment masks gloves and whatever so it's been very good in that respect yeah what's it been like volunteering i think it's about um, both of us have worked all over the UK and it was a lovely opportunity for us to get to know our community. It's You don't meet your clients so much. That's more for the support network to do. We're there as a tool to work, or this is the way we see it, because of the safety issue. The thing that we can do is just be, with anonymity, to offer whatever support somebody needs. Hello, I'm Richard. I'm age 82, ex-regular soldier, father, grandfather and whatever. I am being wonderfully supported by the Glastonbury Corona Support Group, wonderful lady called Tanya, who I, I call her the shopping queen when I'm referring to her, because she organises these lovely people to come out to me and um, bring, my, bring my shopping to me. I um, haven't got the hang of uh, ordering it on, the, uh, on email, so every time now I just phone her up when I need shopping, she takes the list, she's wonderfully helpful, she's very kind, very understanding, very patient, and she organises my shopping with somebody else. I am 80% ward disabled, I have an 80% ward disability. I love Glastonbury, I was drawn here over 20 years ago, and I just love it. And if it wasn't for Glastonbury support group, because it isn't just shopping, it's that, that I just feel there's someone there. I, if I need them, I mean, they bring me, Tanya rings me, just says, are you all right? And yeah, uh, you know, I think that's absolutely wonderful. I, I can't just, I just can't praise them enough. Without the, the Glastonbury coronavirus support group, how difficult would life be for you at the moment without that support? It would be terrible. I've had two lots of neighbours put notes through my door. Look, if you need anything, this is right at the beginning. If you need anything, Richard, just ask. I think people have come together more. I think people have realised that because out of bad always comes some good. And one of the good things that's happened, I think people are really caring about each other more. Well, I was born 24th of March 1938 and I was born in Berkshire. Uh, we moved when I was very young to um, Surrey, Middlesex, and my father was a butcher, and we moved around a lot. Hi, I'm Azra. I'm part of the Glastonbury coronavirus support team, and I am in the shopping team. Tell me a little bit about how you got involved with the support group. Well, it was something my mum found out about, and she does it with me. I had a part-time job, and I'm in college at the moment, and obviously I'm not doing any of that at the moment because I worked in a cafe. When my mum 
told me about the volunteer group. It just seemed like a better idea. It just it's good to help people. And they were specifically looking for younger people like me because they even said like they would much prefer me than my mum because she's working full time and she's older. So she's a bit more uh, vulnerable. She still does it uh, when she's off work with me and the volunteering seemed more appealing to me. They had lots of people asking for shopping deliveries and my mum has a van that we could do deliveries in. So we would go buy all the shopping with uh, the card that uh, Tanya provided us because I'm only 17 and can't drive yet. and I can't learn at the moment. <laughs> there are other people much more equipped to do other stuff. But when I'm shopping, I can shop with my mum in her van and we do the deliveries. Or I can just cycle to Tesco's and help with the shopping and then while someone else is doing the deliveries. I don't have any regular appointments or anything that's filling my time. So I can do any any day. So it's just quite convenient. I've received a lot of feedback from people saying how polite I am and how wonderful I am, stuff like that. So we always leave the shopping at the door, knock on the door, ring the bell, and stand back and leave it for them to pick it all up. So it varies quite a lot. Some days are much busier than others, but the average is about five or six. So how does it make you feel when you receive compliments from the public? It's very flattering. It feels good. Yeah, and it, yeah, it reminds me that uh, for some people, this is seeing me is actually one of their few social interactions so I do make sure to be very polite and engage in conversation every now and then the other day uh, me and my mum were delivering and we were delivering to someone that my mum knew and so we ended up and we knew that she was struggling quite a bit from a distance we chatted to her for a good sort of five ten minutes it was quite pleasant will you be tempted to do any volunteering in the future um yes yeah I think I think I will because um it's quite it's very satisfying being able to help people who can't do things for themselves what sort of um skills do you think you've gained in working to help others i've learned how to navigate shops better supermarkets i've become much more efficient at finding everything on the list uh which would be quite helpful my confidence has definitely been boosted by the compliments i've received from people yeah it's been yeah it's been very good so, Ezra, what are your hobbies? What do you like doing? So, one of my passions and uh, career prospects is uh, filmmaking. And yeah, so I'm at Shrove College taking media uh, to further that and to learn more and to hopefully, when I leave, either go to university to study filmmaking or get a job in the industry. So, so working on my own recently has been interest has been an interesting challenge. Tell us a bit about the, the movie that you've made, the short film that you've made that you're most proud of, and what the title um, is. In 2018, I made a short film with Jack called The Freeze, uh, which is a sort of post-apocalyptic kind of parody film, which we submitted to a media magazine production competition and won the best short film award. And it was screened at the BFI in South Bank in London. And actually that was sort of that winning that award and making that film, I think has, was one of the biggest things that pushed me into wanting to pursue it as a career. Thank you so much for joining us on Library Cast. Thank you. It's been, it's been great. You have been listening to Library Cast, your Somerset Libraries podcast, bringing to you libraries from home. <laughs>